Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about our free discovery call. If you're unsure how to start or build a consistent brand, let's talk. Just go to danielleclarkcreative.com to book your free discovery call and see how you can create a brand that helps you win more customers and reach your goals. Welcome to Build Better Brands. I'm Danielle Clark and this show is here to provide insights, techniques and strategies to help you establish a better brand with confidence and clarity. We're on a mission to help as many people as possible start and build stronger brands so they can create happier, healthier lives for themselves and those around them. Today, I am joined by Sue Parker, who is a lifestyle entrepreneur. And Sue educates women on the how, the why, and the what to help them create a life that works for them. So welcome to the show, Sue. Hi, Daniel. So happy to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for coming along. Um, now, you weren't always um, a lifestyle entrepreneur. You had uh, You had a life before that, but... I'd really like to know what the turning point was that made you decide to actually start your own business. Yeah, sure. So I always had this sort of burning desire to do more. You know, when you're in a corporate job and you're kind of doing one thing, you're pigeonholed, but you have so much more to give. You kind of want to get involved in everybody else's projects and what they're working on. And I just always felt this this dissatisfaction. I always had lots of business ideas. I always wanted to make a go of it, but still had this whole being sensible you've got a great career in IT Sue sort of you know you know voice if you like in my ear but for me it was when I had the kids and I realized that this corporate career had no flexibility I had no freedom I couldn't even you know deal with the school holidays um I was never going to see them and I was watching other dads go through this as well that we all wanted to be successful in our careers. We were good at what we did. We all wanted to have purpose and contribution. But at the same time, we were battling with the fact that you can't actually get a work-life balance when you work for somebody else. And that's when I just said, enough's enough. I can hear all these success stories, all these people who are creating new lives for themselves, using these opportunities, the fact that technology is changing. There is so much more you can do these days. I just had to figure out what is it that I could bring to the table? What was going to be my my life's work from that point on when it felt like I'd just been going through the motions for so many years, getting bigger and bigger house and doing all that kind of stuff, but not like feeling like I'm doing any better or any more or contributing and certainly not seeing my kids very much. Yeah, I think it's amazing that you've been able to do that and find the confidence as well to, um, to do it. Um, I think obviously it's this what you were doing was compromising your values and the things that you wanted to be able to do which was spend time with your family which we all know is is super important right um and I think a lot of successful brands are built on many things but values I think they're really really important um and having strong values is one of the things that helps you helps you to build, you know, a strong foundation for what it is that you're gonna gonna do in the future. So, what are your values, and how have they impacted your life as well as your business now? Yeah, I think it's probably worth also exploring that my not my value set has changed, but that I didn't actually know what my values were in the beginning. 
I think we do a lot of, we have a lot of conditioning when we're growing up. So for example, for me, success was having the career ladder, having the status, the title, earning more money, doing better, constantly hitting the glass ceiling, but, but doing better and better every year. And it was all about people think you're doing well when you have a good job. Parents will comment on it. Family will comment on it. You have a good job. They have a good job. Somebody's doing well because they've got a nice car, or a prestigious car on the on the drive. I mean, we only have to look at the Success magazine. You can still see this now. You know, money, 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 and what you buy and objects. And for me, it was very much about becoming a mum and realizing all this stuff I'd worked for, all these values I had that I thought that's what you do in life. This is what you work towards. They were somebody else's. They weren't mine. They didn't matter. So yeah, freedom definitely is the biggest one. Family is a big one. For me, um, it was also about financial freedom. It was about, you know, I'd bump my head on this glass ceiling so many times as a woman in corporate, not earning the same as my male colleagues. I mean, if that isn't frustrating enough, it's it's the fact that I, there was always a ceiling. I was like, well, what happens when I add X value or I do this? Why can't I earn more? Why can't we have this independence? But also it was about, growing as a person I didn't feel like I was growing I was literally niched in IT learning about data and that's all I was doing and it just felt like I was on a bit of a I don't know a treadmill of doing the same projects with the same skill set but yeah getting a bit more experience but it was it wasn't purposeful it wasn't growing me as a person and becoming an entrepreneur has you know I've literally had to of sort of forget all the things that I would have known and trusted and valued and lent on all you know when you make any decision you self-check it against this list of values so I was self-checking it against is it a safe option if I change careers or jobs you know is this company worthwhile for me has it got a good pension all that kind of stuff and I realized that reality is my list of values were very different so now if I was to even change jobs or something I would check it off against a different set of values, which meant my decision-making would change. It means 20 years down the line, instead of what I what I started to do, which was say, what have I been doing all these years? I was actually going, no, I know in 10 years time, I'm going to thank myself for this difficult decision right now that has got this, you know, is aligned with my internal compass that's telling me, yeah, it might not appear like the sensible decision by those old values, but actually right now, this is exactly what you need to do to build the future you want for you and your family. And and I think, if, <laughs> hopefully it comes across how passionate I am about the value alignment side of yeah. things um, and what's non-negotiable as far as I'm concerned. So for me, a lifestyle business is nothing about building a fortune 500 company it's not about being a big startup that has massive investment and and a thousand employees this is all about doing the work doing having a business that works for your life and I think so many of us need this now I'm working with so many people who come to me and have the same problems that I had and are now working through how they create a different dynamic a different life that's amazing and I think you know you talked about earlier this this perception of what success is, you know, the cars, having having a full-time job that's paid well. And actually, this, this narrative that that's what success is, isn't necessarily for everybody. Some people feel like that's success for them, which is fine. But then for other people, it just doesn't align with what they actually want. For some people, success is, you know being able to spend time with their family, um, you know, not having to worry if they, you know, you, you talked about, you know, your kids, you know, if you've got 
um, summer holidays, want to spend that quality time, you know, going, going and seeing plays and things. You know, I know so many of my friends that struggle to see their kids' plays and they feel they feel really bad about it. And I think it's amazing that you've been able to to kind of decide that actually this isn't what success is for me and I'm I'm gonna change it. Um and you talked about the fact that it's not it doesn't always come across as the right thing to do by by the rest of society because of what we're so used to seeing. Um and I'd like to know how family and friends responded to your transformation because it's not always it's not always what what we want or need is it no no absolutely definitely a mixed response so you've got those that were so conditioned so traditional um you know grandparents parents aunties uncles it might be even be friends who are just on this career journey and you know they might be a consultant and they just believe that the only way is like that they're quite negative um they're in disbelief they don't really understand you they think everything is 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 false um that you know they just have a love of traditional and and a fear of change i suppose and then that they put that judgment on you which makes you doubt yourself and you're already doubting yourself because you're an entrepreneur and you're about to step out in the world as a different person and sort of remove this facade and go hey this is me and this is what i want to do and 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 you you have to come out of your shell you'll know that about this with branding anybody you've probably worked with that's been in a traditional career has probably had a facade and now all of a sudden you've got to say no you've got to shout about yourself and you've got to put yourself forward and be visible and, and speak openly about these things and we don't like to do that <laughs> so, <laughs> so so yeah I definitely have and still have you know my naysayers I have the people in the corner who who don't believe in what I do who are still wondering when I will go back to a corporate job and 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 when will I regret it and I don't want you to take risks they're scared for you. They're scared for them. They just can't see it. Then there's the people who don't understand, but they want to be supportive. They want to appear supportive. And that's great, but there's only so much sort of support you can get from them because, because they don't understand. When you're voicing your problems or you're saying, well, what do you think about this? What you're getting back is is no is no, no help at all to your problem. You've just got to accept that they're just on a different path. They just they don't get it, but they want to support you. And that's great. Um and I think there's also an element of time here. So my husband literally went from a, oh no, your job is good. You know, <laughs> you, 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 you're doing better than me, Sue. Why would you give that up? Um, and it took conversations over two years, would you believe, of me doing various coaching sessions as, as a leadership coach and me coming back and going, do you know what? I really enjoyed that. And and I don't enjoy my day job. <laughs> and, and before he would start to sort sort of entertain the idea that I might not be the breadwinner forever I might not have this good job so what I would say is if if you're in this position it's going to take a long conversation over a long period of time they want to know you're serious they want to know you you're bought into this goal and it's not just a whim because you've had a bad day or something like that or an argument with your boss and then on the other side of things what I actually had to go and do is find people like you um, or you know other masterminds or just events conferences meetups entrepreneurial meetups like literally some of them you would go to and find nobody that you got on with and others you would go to and you'd be like this is my soulmate this person's now my whatsapp buddy we have this we have we have, we have multiple we have about four different whatsapp groups of masterminds for different things so you're on the podcast as well with me um we have a great yeah. one 
um, with my other friends where we met at Expert Empires, which is another great conference run by Nick James. And we just kind of hit it off as our own little mastermind, same level of business set up on our membership. Um, And then, you know, you have other things going on. So I have a more local one, ladies I actually meet up with in person, not just on Zoom. Um, And those sorts of places are where I go to fill up the rest of it. And, you know, if I wanted to quote sort of um, Tony Robbins or Jim Rohn on this, you know, I, I fully believe that you're brain priming all the time. So whatever you expose yourself to, if I expose myself to those negative people who don't believe in what I'm doing all of the time and I let that be my inner monologue, and my thoughts, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done this. But I didn't, I I literally consumed and absorbed every influencer that was having a positive impact on me, every person in my life that was on a similar journey or was interested, I would just like go for it and and be like, this is what I want 90% of my day to be filled up with talking about this. And just on that, actually, how, how everybody took it, the kids were really interesting element to this. Now, my daughter's too young to understand, but my son, for a long time, used to say to me, I wish you didn't work so much, mummy. I wish you were home more. I wish you could pick me up from school. Why can't you pick me up earlier? And the guilt in after school club was so horrendous. I talk to him about my business. I talk to him about what I'm doing. I show him. He sets up my mics. <laughs> when I, I have um, interviews at my house sometimes, so they come here into the office and, and we'll set up two mics. My son knows how to set up two mics and wow. I don't. He's seven. That's amazing. <laughs> but that's because I wanted to include him and I knew on a positive level, if he could see the possibilities and, and be part of this world, he would also be a kind of, a you know, a a cheerleader, uh, an advocate of what I do, and, and we could work together. So, in a long, in a long roundabout kind of way, a very mixed bag of how the how my announcement was taken. Yeah, which I think is very common. And the thing that really resonated with me then is when you talked about you're now surrounding yourself with like minded people, and I think that's really, really important. You know that. I don't know who said this, but let's say you're the the average of the five people you spend the most amount of time with. So if everyone around you was saying, "Oh, you need a you need a steady job, you need something to fall back on," um, you know, you you start to believe that. But if everyone around you is a business owner or entrepreneur and they believe in you, and you've seen people that have started their own businesses and been successful and they're on a similar journey to you then of course it's gonna it's gonna help with that that internal you know narrative yes of course I can do this I can make it work Mm -hmm. um but again I think it's it's society isn't it this perception that being in a full-time permanent job is safe and the opposite is risky um Mm -hmm. I've learned the hard way but it's having been made redundant that that's if anything, it's the other way around. It's it's the letting someone else, you know, dictate that. That's a risky thing. And, you know, no disrespect to anyone that's got a job, but based on my own personal experience, it's not for me. I, I now want to be in control of where I go and what I do and the people that I speak to each day. So, um, yeah, good. Good for you. Um, just, just on that so these people that are in employment and you've got a side hustle and you've obviously been there and so have I yeah like filling that trying to fill that time with that positive energy of moving into transitioning into a new life an alternative path is really hard because all day long you are surrounded by people who are in the job 
they just want to come in and do the job maybe maybe they're career people and you kind of you've really got to work hard I think to protect your mind to say no I'm not here forever so in the moments I have I used to find you know in my lunch break I had to get out into the forest listen to a podcast that was you know gonna give me some either entrepreneurial advice some business advice or was going to increase my motivation and my personal development so that I knew I was still absorbing that even in an environment that was geared up to just keep you in a job and, and keep you on that hamster wheel. So I think for those people, I really, you know, it really, really understand how difficult it is to try and to try and do that. So like morning commute, evening commute, lunchtime, I would just buffer every end of my day with, right, Sue, we've left work now. This is the zone we're in or we're yeah. on the on the commute to work, but we're listening to something that's talking about your future, that's making you feel good about the f- next five years when you've done the hustle and you've, you've got there. Yeah, totally agree. Being in control of what you consume. I've, um, again, through, you know, Rob Moore and, and other people, I've realised how important that is and so much so I've actually I've completely stopped watching the news yeah same here yeah I haven't watched it for a long time yeah I don't watch it anymore because I I notice the difference in me when I do and it has no it has no benefit like you know it might be a little bit interesting but then it just becomes the same stuff all the time and it's usually pretty negative I'm like why am I surrounding myself why am I consuming all this negative it's not good for me so I've just stopped and I just listen to audiobooks now all my own music in the car yeah exactly the same what I found was if you listen to too much news it feels like everything's out of control you you can't control anything I can't control work I can't control the kids obviously and I can't you know and I can't control what's going on in the country or the rest of the world and that feeling of being completely out of control means you feel powerless. So when you want to take control, personal power, and you want to do something about your own life, you think, well, what's the point? Everything's going to pot, especially yeah. at the moment. If you know, you, unless you're at the bottom of the ocean, you can't possibly <laughs> miss it. But, but the reality is, you need to feel empowered, and the only way of feeling empowered is, as you say, is changing your narrative, is controlling your narrative, and that means pushing out that negative. Um, influential stuff and making it more that I actually feel in control of my domain, my economic circle, my family, my home, and my um, what's in here. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, so obviously, my speciality is branding, and I a lot of my initial, you know, clients were people that I knew often family and friends and then off the back of that you know friends of friends um and I started to build up a bit of a personal brand um often when people meet me now they say Danielle Clark creative and not and not just Danielle Clark the creative bits on the end which is great um and obviously you've been building up your personal brand uh as Sue Parker so how has that been for you yeah this is a really interesting journey because I think on so many levels. So the first one is, you know, I've, I've gone from corporate Sue, um, really professional, to showing up online. I first started showing up on LinkedIn, doing leadership coaching and women's empowerment talks. I go to the Women in Tech Conference, the global conference, and I would do over a talk. And that was the first time people saw me. Wow, Sue, you're just speaking. You're like, 
you're like quite confident you like presenting and at work that was quite challenging or you you know when you're building a side hustle and people can see you putting yourself out there so I find what you do is you tone it down a lot but then when you you know I used to just occasionally put something out there that was a bit bold and think oh god I sit back and see what backlash I'm going to get from this but so at first you're kind of trying to fit in do it you know discreetly under the covers but also I found that at home there was this element of I was finding myself, I was discovering my values, but I was finding out who the person I was back when I was a teenager. And I felt like the world was my oyster, but I'd suppressed for so long to be this perfect professional that I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten my personality. And I realized that when I'm with the kids, I am, I'm most me, I'm most authentic, I'm most open and I'm most honest and I would laugh and I would dance and I would do stupid things. And I was okay with that. But what I realized is, with my husband or with other family members or even friends, I just couldn't be like that. So for me, I found that it was a, it was as much about showing up a little bit bolder, a little bit sillier or a little bit more authentic every single day. But also I, it would be, do you know what? I actually, I never wear this outfit because I go to work in an office, but this outfit I really love. I'm just going to grab this outfit. So uh, for anybody who follows me on social media, you know, I quite like bright colors. I will wear wacky bright colors, bright oranges and blues and things and crazy earrings. My kids love that and they love that in me, but it took a while for me to feel comfortable like going out like that and, and just being a little bit bolder and a little bit braver and even turning up at networking events, you start to go and you're, you know, you're kind of a bit coy about what you do. You're a bit shy. You don't really want to be too loud. And then I realized you talked about this on my podcast, I think, about setting intentions. And I realized that if I went to these networking events and I just shied away in the corner, like, you know, the little schoolgirl or, you know, the, the professional that was, you know, quiet and good and waited to be spoken to. I realized that I wasn't actually putting myself out there. So what was the point in showing up? And I sort of gave myself a talking to and said, look, Sue, whatever you do, when you show up here, make sure people know who you are, what you do, and they remember you because you made them feel good. And then I I started making it about me and started making it about what can I find out about all these entrepreneurs in this room? What can I find? Who can I meet and help and tell them, give them some advice or point them in the direction of somebody else I know who can help them with that? And then I and then I will know I will have showed up as my best self. And, you know, I think it takes time. It takes gradual time to realize what your branding is. And in the beginning, I was definitely an impersonator of other people trying to follow what other people do, copy the, the, you know, whoever's an expert in that field, follow their suits. I was trying to follow other people that had transitioned gently from, you know, career to speaking to coaching. And the reality was I was still not being me. And I, and it just took time. It took time and acceptance. And I think other people have had to get used to the new me as well. But I don't think of it as the new me. I actually I was talking about this with an entrepreneur friend. We actually think this is, this is actually the, the unleashed version of who you've always been and now you're finally doing it yeah instead of hiding it away and shying away all the time and and I hope everybody gets to experience that in their lives like really living who you are yeah I love that you said that you're you're the most you around when you're around your kids as well you know the wear and they love your bright colors and earrings and stuff I think that's lovely um so you've got two children and one on the way? Yes, I'm due in the next few weeks. 
<laughs> so yeah, borrowed time. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I imagine there's a lot of people listening now that are parents, you know, mums and dads, or maybe even they're going to be parents. And they might be a little bit put off by the thought of starting a business, but maybe they want to. Um, obviously, that's what you've done. So what advice would you give to them, Sue? Oh, that's, there's so much. I, I, it's difficult to know where to start. But what I would say is fundamentally in your mind, think of this as a lot is your life's work. This is a long term project. Don't. Here's the thing with me. I'm impatient. So I would start something and in a week I would want the website built. I would want the product <laughs> built. I would want it sold. I would want it launched. I would want a, a million followers. And that is just realistically never going to happen. Yeah. Um, baby number baby number three will definitely teach me you've got to be really selective about what you do and make sure you do those things well. And and that's the thing for everybody is start small. We've all heard it before. Think big. Think, keep your eye on that vision all of the time. Because I tell you what, when the kids are driving you crazy or the drama's happening in the morning and when you want to do that perfect morning routine like you have, yeah, uh, it'll be so easy to throw everything out and just go, it'll <laughs> never happen because this lot won't let me. But the reality is that's just life with kids. And, and they bring so much richness. But starting small and consistent steps. So committing to do one thing initially with this long-term vision will really help you. If you're right at the start of the journey, the one thing might be just building some content, building an audience, like you're doing with the podcast, um, like my podcast, like any social media channel, any YouTube channel, uh, any blog, you just start building it. Small, consistent steps. If it's one post a week, just think consistency. Never miss, never miss. Keep thinking of your goal. Um, but then as also as a family person, I know you have to be okay with dialing down the pressure on you and dropping the ball. Some things are not going to look as great as they always did because you're no longer going to like scrub the kitchen floor so often or do your windows every week or whatever it was. I had to drop the ball on things around the house. And what's interesting is some people will pick it up and other things you realize never mattered in the first place. You were just doing it because of what somebody else might think of you mm. if they popped around. So we put a lot of pressure on ourselves for things that don't matter. I actually even put out a social media post this morning about the washing was was piled up in the utility and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as you can see, I'm gonna work from home off this day, which means my time is precious, but people think that I can just do everything else yeah. while I'm here. <laughs> and it is so easy, isn't it? To just go in the utility room and kill a few hours doing the washing. But the reality is you've got to protect, you've got to have boundaries and you've got to allow yourself to say no. Allow yourself to say, no, I am working now. It'll keep, it'll wait. I'll do it after. I'll do it at the end of the day. Imagine you were in an office nine to five and your boss was watching over you all the time. It's exactly the same. Treat your entrepreneurial journey with just as much discipline as, as you have a boss and you are your boss uh, and give yourself permission to do that. And I think by by doing those things and probably the only other thing that made a massive difference for me was making something habitual um, in a time block. So for example, when I wasn't consistent with content, if I made sure I woke up at, at 5.30, 6 a.m. every morning and did an hour's writing on my book before the kids woke up or came and disturbed me and like whole hell broke, broke loose, that made a massive difference. And I did it every single day because when something is routine, habitual, you'll stick with it. There might be the odd time things go wrong with a family, 
But if you can do that, if you can pencil out, whether it be your lunch, whether it be your evening, whether it be your morning, if you're a morning person, then it will really help you. And you'll feel that progress. You will feel that momentum. Just keep an eye on the goal. I've done something. I'm going to celebrate the win. I'd literally come out of my office and be like, I've just written two and a half thousand words. <laughs> I just want to show you them. And the kids would be like, great, words on a screen. <laughs> Amazing. Um, that's what I do. If I'd record a podcast, you know, tonight I will celebrate with my husband how many podcast episodes we've got through today and what we've done. And you've just got to really relish in that because every little bit of consistent small steps is heading in the right direction, even if it's bloody hard in the beginning. Bloody hard. I think that's really good advice. And and the thing that stuck out to me the most is this the the last thing you said about celebrating wins. I think that's so important. I am um, thanks to my business coach. I am um, just looking at my notebook now. I have to write down three successes for each day because otherwise a week comes and goes and you've, you've had so many things to do and you try and think about what you've done and what you've achieved. And it's so hard to pinpoint that. So by writing them down and celebrating them, and then at the end of the week, I'll pick the one that feels really big and I'll just, you know, I'll relish in that. So yeah, really 100%. good advice. Yeah. So let's do a quick fire round now. Go for it. Okay, cool. So tea or coffee? So I was always a coffee person, but since being pregnant, I'm now on herbal teas. I'm okay. hoping I'll go back to coffee afterwards. Okay, herbal tea. Okay, I like a peppermint tea, so that's cool. Um, Nike or Adidas? Or neither, maybe. Uh, Nike for me <laughs> okay cool uh, sunshine or rain has to be sun gravitate to the sun same as you Danielle has yeah, to be the sun definitely. we need that vitamin D oh yeah absolutely I love the sun um, so if you're on holiday in the sun would you go for the pool or the ocean it's got to be the beach it's got to be the walk along the ocean one day one day I will have my place on the beach Amazing. So I think you've already answered this, but are you an early bird or a night owl? I'm a morning person. I, I, I am I am going to sleep as soon as the kids have gone to bed. So I'm up at the crack of dawn and just, yeah, buzzing with what I'm doing and my vision and just, yeah, I literally lie there for a little while and just think about, okay, what we're building here. I visualize it. I have some really great um podcast that I can listen to for visualization that I think is just incredible and just gets me geared up and I've always decided the night before the day before what it is I'm going to do that morning so what I've committed to do whether it's planning a podcast whether it's writing my book um, whatever it is that I know what I'm getting up and coming into the office to do that's awesome you're writing a book what book what book are you writing can you share yeah like uh, Unleashed Lifestyle Entrepreneur so it goes with the the podcast so the podcast is launching soon, probably when you put, put this live, actually, that the Lifestyle Entrepreneur. And yeah, my book is basically a, a summary of my journey, but also how you can do the personal development work that you transition from all these traditional conditionings that we have, our limiting beliefs, all the work that you need to do on your mindset and then move into, all right, then practically, how do I set up a lifestyle business? What are the things I need to be catering for? Um, and and yeah, real action steps that people can take away. So hopefully that will be coming out in the new year. And um, yeah, I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, so am I looking forward to that. 
Um, and last quick fire round question is chocolate or cake? Oh, chocolate. Every time. Gotta no be. hesitation <laughs> at all. That's brilliant. Oh, well, I'm really looking forward to your book. Um, and yeah, it's been absolutely amazing chatting to you today. So thank you for your time. Um, if people want to connect and find out more about building this entrepreneur lifestyle, um, where can they find you? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Danielle. So um, my website is suparker.io. That's S-U-E-P-A-R-K-E-R dot I-O. Um, on the website, you can subscribe to me. I send out weekly news. I do Mot- Monday motivations. I do a podcast every single week. It's called The Lifestyle Entrepreneur. So you can search for that wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever it is, it's hosted there. Um, and yeah, if, if you sign up on suparker.io, there's loads of goodies. Um, I also help with the tech side of setting up your business, what you need to do, figuring out all the tools and the strategies as well, because obviously that's my background, as well as a really good healthy dose of motivation, accountability and personal development, because that's fundamental to everything we do here. Amazing. Well, we'll be adding all of those to the show notes. So thanks for sharing, Sue. And thank you for your time today. Thank you, Danielle. It's been absolutely, I've loved talking to you. So thank you so much for having me on the podcast. So welcome. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Build Better Brands. I am so grateful to have you tuning into the show and I'd love to thank you personally. So wherever you are in the world, remember to tag at Danielle Clark Creative in your social media posts and stories. Let us know when you're listening. We want to know what you've enjoyed about the show and give you a show tone. And if you would like to help more people like you discover the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. It's going to help us rank higher and reach more listeners. It's also a great way for us to help you with the problems your brand might be facing. Suggest a topic in your review and we might feature it and you in one of our episodes. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.